y'all what's up this is astral dim here laying in my bed because you know it's my bed in astrology i'm gonna talk about vesta again now i'm going to replay a segment of me talking about vesta right but then i'm gonna add some personal stories into this um that i feel like is really important um so you can see how these asteroids are important Uh, how these asteroids work how these asteroids are powerful and why folks like me and other amazing asteroid astrologers really uh focus a lot on them you know what i'm saying you're gonna see how incredible (laughs) this energy is and so be sure to like listen to this in this is no this segment even though if you already listened to the vesta listen to it again okay really um hold on and and dig deep into this energy okay (laughs) really do and then i'm going to talk about like personal examples i feel like it's going to be super duper important for you to tap into um i think it's going to be super duper helpful i really do so be sure to do that okay um listen to these ads and then like go to the link in my bio too because she can pay some bills <laughs> For real. All right, one. Ever since I could remember, I had issues with sleeping. It actually is, you know, the reason why I'm into astrology because I would wake up in the middle of the night when I was little and watch infomercials. And often they will have astrology and psychic infomercials on there. <laughs> Anyways, um, if you kind of dig deeper, the sun represents light, it represents energy, it represents vitality. It's in the 12th house, the house that's connected to your bed and to sleep. And so, of course, you know, I will have issues sleeping. But ever since I've gotten weighted blankets, specifically from Hugs Blankets, it's been beautiful. It's been helping me with issues that I have with my nerves and anxiety. It helps me fall asleep easier. It's just extremely comforting. I love it. And they got an astrology weighted blanket series collection. It's amazing. I love it, love it, love it, love it. So if you're interested, go to the link in my bio. Check them out. I think you will love it super duper cute okay and i think they have a sale right now too so take advantage hello (laughs) peace i don't know about y'all but i really hate when someone smells similar to me like they're using the same fragrance as me like i remember when flower bomb was the popular perfume and everyone wore it and i can smell it now i know we all have different body chemistries but i can smell flower bomb and any other perfume and anybody no matter what their body chemistry is you get what i'm saying and so i don't know like i liked having my own smell and i still do to this day it's very important to me like i want people to just notice my scent when i walk by it's like ah, wow. you know <laughs> If you're like me, check out Fragrance Line. Now, Fragrance Line has a whole bunch of niche perfumes, and they're perfumes that I haven't even heard of before. Um, They're very, you know, some of them are very expensive. I'm not going to front, but they have smaller packaging, so you can have, like, a sample size of the perfumes to see if it fits you, to see if you will fall in love with it. And you'll be smelling different from everybody as well. So go to the link in my bio 
check out Fragrance Line and see what they have to offer. You might appreciate it. Okay? Peace. All right, guys. So let's go ahead and talk about the myth. (laughs) And then with the myth, I'm going to go deeper into um, the information and break down the myth a little bit deeper, okay? Um, So let's talk about Vesta. Vesta is the goddess of the home, the hearth, and the sacrificial flame. And she is um, deeply known as a domestic goddess. You may wonder, like, what is a hearth? Well, the hearth is... um, connected to um back in those days they would have like a flame in an area where they have like the have the flame and you can like cook with it you can be warmed they have warm with it not really cook with it for the most part but it's a place where you can get your warmth people can gather enjoy themselves by the fire and things like that and so they will have it within their home but there was also community herbs as well and she was the goddess of that and those were important places because again this is where you get heat this is where some people cook their food this is where certain people did rituals um this is where certain people enjoyed themselves and everyone kind of gathered and come together so herbs were extremely important and so um you know she ended up becoming the goddess of one of the most important things in human life um same and you know because it's connected to the home like she ended up being a domestic um goddess as well now uh the beginning of her story um she was the oldest and the youngest of chronos's children so i know you're like what the fuck how do, what does that mean well if you know chronos's myth chronos is saturn by the way um he had children and then he swallowed them Yes, what a wonderful father. He had children and he swallowed him. So he swallowed them in the order in which they were born. So, you know, Vesta was the firstborn. He swallowed her first. And when he regurgitated her out, you know, because she was the first he swallowed, he threw her up last. So she is the youngest and the oldest. You know, it's kind of like she's the youngest of her mother. I mean, the oldest of her mother, but the youngest of her father. Ain't that something? Mm. Mm-mm-mm. okay so that's you know that's her beginnings okay is dealing with that shit uh, mind you her father is chronos or saturn her mother is rhea and um you know she got old enough you know poseidon and apollo wanted to marry her uh, but she took an oath for her to be a eternal virgin and to take the royal hearth and take care of it um again the, the olympus um hearth which is, you know, very important because it takes care and warms the gods and it just takes the gods and stuff like that, right? So she's like, I'll take care of that. Let me take care of the royal hearth, okay? And so she kind of went off with that. And with Zeus's permission, um, things went fine. You know, she was able to do that. I, I can't help but to feel that she may have been avoiding relationships right um it kind of was like ooh, i don't want to do that so i'm going to focus more on this um it seemed like she would rather um take care of the hearth more than anything um it's kind of interesting too it's kind of like why do you have to be a virgin in order to take care of the hearth like she just made up her own position which is really interesting so it's kind of like was she not did she not want to get married did she not want to be with Poseidon or Apollo you know like um 
it's, it's interesting like is she asexual like you kind of wonder but she's like avoiding something to get something else that's the kind of vibe that i'm seeing you know we're she's rejecting love and romance to dedicate her life and being a specific type of goddess so i thought that was really interesting to see um now another like section of uh, her like a part of her story and you know she doesn't have a whole myth she's kind of like dropped into other people's myths it kind of seems like you know what i mean but um there was one time in which um zeus was dethroned um and she was the only goddess in in god who didn't find any interest in taking his spot so everybody else is fighting for it everyone else is talking and like having all this and she's like i'm taking care of the hearth do 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 fuck all of y'all i'm gonna take care of the hearth like she's kind of like really was not paying attention to all that mess and so um zeus kind of felt like you know wow like she just went away went off and did her job he felt some type of loyalty to um vesta um she was just like yeah y'all can argue about that like she really just wanted to do her job so it kind of again shows this dedication and devotion to what she did she didn't let anything anything distract her from it at all you know what i mean um and that's how she went now uh raya you know her mother um had a great great feast this is another myth right and all the gods and goddesses were invited to it um they all had a really really good time they got lit they got drunk you know what i mean um and you know they kind of went and did their own thing and after like they were kind of like were too intoxicated and too full a lot of them just picked out a spot and laid out in the grass because they're like man let me just take this nap real quick i got the itis like let me get myself together um now there's this person is like a mini god i guess named priapus if you took my class um with um the astrological retreat i did then you know who priapus is because <laughs> i talked about priapus um I, in the class i talked about lilith and if lilith and priapus don't have a direct connection but they do have some interesting connection right um but you know priapus was basically a god who was damned to have an erection that he couldn't relieve so it's just like a forever eternal erection right um so he came around and he saw vesta uh, while he was um while she was laid out now he was around because he was trying to find some nymphs to kind of get freaky with to relieve his erection now he knows he knew that he was damned but he would still just try he's like let me just try please lord let me just try to relieve this situation right so um he saw her while trying to find them so he was like okay this is my new target and so he tried to creep on her while she slept but um you know another god um what is their name um i think it's Selenus, Selenus, or something like that. I, I forgot their name. Um, they came in um, with his donkey, and the donkey screamed when they saw Priapus. Um, that scream woke up Vesta, and she told the guards, and they beat the brakes out of him, <laughs> out of Priapus, for trying to sexually assault her. Now, what's really interesting is that 
the, something that I've noticed is that like the the god the Olympus gods like they typically were very loose with rape and sexual assault like that was their thing like and that was normalized is really really a sad situation right um so this is one of the first stories i heard of you know someone getting beaten like that for trying to rape a woman or a goddess and so i feel like this shows how important they felt vesta was how loved vesta was how she uh, was appreciated so much and how they want they felt like her being a virgin was very important to the hearth being taken care of i don't know maybe just you know how the people think virgin virginity is connected to purity and the flame has to be pure maybe it's something like that but yeah that's like one of the first times so let me guys let me know if you can remember a time in which a goddess was like defended over sexual assault like this I thought that was really interesting. And speaking of Vesta, so the Vesta, I believe, is the Roman name, but Hestia is the Greek, or it's vice versa. I always mix it up. But there is a Vesta and there's a Hestia. And, um, you know, I did mention, like, I don't know if I should give y'all the, um, the asteroid numbers, but you know what? I am, just so you can look at both where your Vesta and Hestia is now what's funny with my energy is vesta and hestia are um in my chart they're both um in virgo and and i think in the same house too so it's kind of funny i'm like wow i couldn't avoid this energy huh um so let me actually um find that for you guys if you don't mind me holding yep for a second Hopefully my computer is not going to embarrass me in front of y'all. Yay, it looks like it's not. Okay, so let me just pull this up. So with Vesta, Vesta is asteroid number four, right? That's Hesta. I mean Vesta. Vesta is asteroid number four. And Hestia, which is um, H-E-S-T-I-A, Hestia, is asteroid number 46. So you can use both. They mean literally the same thing, okay? Um, Because they have the same story. Um, So, yeah. So um, they had a, I think the Romans had a um, holiday celebration for a week between um june 7th and the 15th called vestelia and it was really really important so um yeah that's the general myths that vesta slash hestia were a part of um in the next section i definitely am going to talk about uh you know the vestal virgins definitely and what i'm also going to talk about too well actually no you know what I'll talk about the Vestal Virgins now. It's only 11 minutes. Yeah, so I'll talk about the Vestal Virgins now. And then... um, I'll talk about the interpretation that I have. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it all in one shot. I'm going to do it all in one shot. I'm not going to break shit up. There you go. Anyways, alright. So, 
what I'm going to do now is I'm going to add a little bit of um, information with the myth before I talk about the Vestal Virgins, okay? So one thing I do want to mention is that um, Vesta always has the richest part of the house and they were kind of decorated like the hearth, the area of the hearth like a shrine because um, Vesta is connected to the hearth, right? to the flame the sacrificial flame or whatever um and they uh you know this is an important place in the home where you get heat where you get um food it's, it's just an important place of the home where everyone gathers and so they always make sure that area was the most beautiful and the richest part um another and cool thing about vesta as well is you have to go through vesta before you connect with any other god or goddess and the reason for that is a lot of the rituals that they did back in the day they used a flame they used fire and she was the sacrificial flame you sacrifice something of yours and burn it to give it to the gods right and so they will have to work through Vesta slash Hestia before they can uh, work with the god and so before every ritual they acknowledge Vesta or Hestia then they acknowledge the god that they're trying to reach and so Vesta was kind of like the um, assistance of giving gods other things. And so, but and Vesta always had a portion of what the offering, you know what I mean? Because she's like, well, you got to work through me. So what are you going to pay me? It was kind of like that type of vibe. So, you know, you have to go through Vesta before anyone because she is a part in, of keeps the sacrificial flame and how you give to the gods or goddesses and how you manifest, right? So that's um, actually very important too. Um, remember, she is the sacrificial flame, right? Um, so, um, yeah. So then now let's talk about the Vestal Virgins. So the Vestal Virgins were basically a group of women who kept their flame of their community, right? They kept the flame of their community. They were very, 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 very important. Um excuse me, they were very, very, very important. Um, and what they had to do, um, was like remain a virgin, um, and had to keep the hearth. It is kind of like, oh, that sounds so simple, but it, it was, again, the hearth, the community hearth was extremely important. And so, um, you know, they had to like keep it going and make sure the fire did not die out. Now, how they selected these women were most likely they were, um, not most likely, every time they were daughters of important people within the community, within the city. So it's like the daughters of government, government um, officials, uh, you know, connected to like some type of royalty, some type of something. They were very, very important daughters of important, important people right and they had to make sure they were young and that they were virgins so they would get them while they were really really young right um and so they would make sure they would get those type of people important um kids of or daughters of important people who were very 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 young and so they will while they were young they would bring them into um training of being a vestal virgin and it was like a whole like ceremony. The whole community was involved. It was like a huge thing. Like these people have very, very important tasks. 
and so they will be trained to how to be a vestal virgin and part of the training is not just was not just you know how to keep the hearth fire going right it was also connected to um how to like refrain from others you know what i mean um you could they couldn't really go out and have a normal life um they couldn't date they couldn't have any romances like their main focus in devotion was about keeping the hearth flame going keeping the sacrificial flame going um and so they had to learn how to like be amongst people with their high status you get what i'm saying another thing too was that they had a great education probably the best education that um, not only women had, but what most the better education education than most men had. They were damn near a secret society. They moved in silence. There's a lot of things that you people didn't really know about the Vestal Virgins, um, and so they were very educated, very smart. It was an honor to be in this position. You know what I mean? And they just had to uphold the flame educate themselves make sure they're aware of things do rituals to vesta things like that so that's that was the main thing and they had to be trained to do that and so um the tricky thing about the vestal virgins though um was that like if you were caught violating their guidelines you know especially when it came to sex um you would literally die like they would execute you um, of course, certain things were harsher than others, but like if you were to have sex, um, they you would be executed in front of the whole community. So, you know, or if you did other things that was harsh, that was against the guidelines, like you would be punished. Um, they the people took this positioning very, very seriously, and you had to like follow the rules. And that's just what it is, and it sucks because um, what's been said is that a lot of women who like got executed most likely didn't even have like romance romantic romance um romances with other people basically um so it's like they were killed for no reason just because of rumors or something or just because someone saw something and said something or someone just was mad at a certain vestal virgin and like lied it's really it was really fucked up but the vestal virgins have this energy of being a secret society of you have to do a certain type of thing and follow certain type of rules and move a certain type of way in order to be down so um i don't know if you guys have listened to um my podcast where i did podcast to me when i did the death charts of a whole bunch of um people <clears throat> celebrities who passed away but um, I saw the Vest, I saw Vesta as secret societies. And because Vest, the Vestal Virgins were a secret society, you know? And so um, I treated it as that. And when you do and you hear about the rumors of how certain celebs died, it, it makes sense. So, yes, like Vesta can represent secret societies. Um, and governmental societies and the government because they were you know these people were children of governmental officials and then end up being government officials themselves technically you know so that is definitely something to keep in mind too um but the vestal virgins definitely did like offerings um and you know kept the hearth going 
oh another thing too if the flame went out they were in deep trouble if someone was if a specific uh, vesta virgin was involved in um or responsible of the hearth at that time that it went out she's executed as well again this is like no joke (laughs) this was no freaking joke this is hot it was hard it was hard um they could barely go out like this was a job that i bet you a lot of them probably regretted but again you know they were devoted into keeping that hearth flame going um to keep doing the rituals learning the necessary knowledge you know this is why Vesta's connected to intelligence it's because the vestal virgins had great intelligence because they were wonderfully educated you know what i mean and so like there are certain key words when you think about vesta um when you think about Vesta, there's certain key words you think about devotion right you think about um virginity you think about purity you think about great focus you think about abstinence you think about um you know intelligence and being educated you think about um being adorned and appreciated and even riches you know i feel like i could really speak on riches too you know a part of you like if you focus on this part of yourself you are blessed you know what i mean um and of course you know when interpreting um vesta i think it is important to include these energies but if i were to make my own interpretation of vesta to make sure it touches on everything that i'm that of this you know of the myths and of the vesta virgins and all of that i would say this this is my interpretation of vesta it represents where we practice abstinence to obtain something else a sacrificial energy and you will get alerted when that abstinence can be lost again let me say this one more time where we we repractice abstinence to obtain something else sacrificial energy and you will get alerted when that abstinence can be lost okay so for instance you know um with vesta you know she abstained from love and romance um in order to obtain um goddesshood and to be a specific goddess and to create her own position you know, so you, someone could say it's where you abstain from romance. You know, someone could totally say that. The Vestal Virgins had to abstain from romance. You know? So, um, again, it's, you're sacrificing something to get something else. Um, and the part where you will get alerted when an abstinence can be lost definitely speaks on the Priapistory. On how Priapus is... Uh, you know was trying to creep on her but she got alerted thank thank goodness right it gives me the vibe of the alpha and the omega as well again like you could you can't go to other gods without going through her you know what i mean um it's kind of like the the yeshua story 
you have to go through Yeshua in order to get to God. You have to go through, you have to get through Christ in order to get through God. You know what I mean? It kind of has that type of vibe to it. Um, and so it, it definitely speaks of that type of energy. So wherever Vesta is in your chart, it represents, you know, what you abstain from in order to get something else. Now, the thing that you're abstaining from usually is represented by the house. And the thing that you're trying to gain is usually connected to the sign, but it can be switched. <laughs> That's one thing that you have to realize too, that it could be switched. Um, and it could be applied overall too. So let's let's use my energy for an example, right? I have Vesta in my seventh house in Leo. And so, you know, for me, I would say that I abstain. Um, this is different ways I can interpret it. I could I abstain from relationships uh, in order to um, have some self-expression, to be able to express myself and to um, connect to certain creativities and talents and to have fun and enjoy myself. So I abstain relationships in order to get to that energy. And I actually experienced that personally because I noticed that every time I'm in relationships, um, you know, the um, my partners tend to be a little bit jealous of um, my focus on my talents and my creativities and my self-expression. Um, so... Yeah, it's just, it could happen that way. But I feel like it could be switched to. So someone can say you're abstaining from self-expression in order to have relationships. Because it works both ways. If you're staying in relationship for self-expression, you also will abstain your self-expression in order to have relationships. So it could work both ways. Um, it could work holistically in a sense as well. Because it's kind of like you... Um, you're abs- you're abstaining self-expression in relationships so you feel like i can't fully express myself in relationships in order to have like the relationship that you want or in order for um even yo even for me in order for my partner to be able to ex- you know express themselves i have to know myself now i never did that again i have also moon in the seventh house so i'm not- <laughs> I ain't gonna do anything like that but I could see someone interpreting it that way too but that's how I usually see it like you abstain something in order to have something else you know so see how it works in your chart and see how it applies in your energy um I think you will have a lot of fun um kind of looking through that but yeah so when you think about Vesta you know you could definitely apply the other things I've listed too purity virginity intelligence education you know um sacrifice um abstinence um you know also a place where you gain you are adorned and appreciated in your life again devotion and focus is a huge one too you know, you you're abstaining from something so you can have a you can have that focus on that other thing that you're looking that you that you're wanting. 
You know, I feel, again, with me, I feel like I have to abstain from relationships in order to really be able to focus on my self-expression and my talents and having fun and enjoying myself, you know? So you see how it goes hand in hand? But yeah, I'm going to conclude it like that. That's why I'm going to conclude this podcast. So, you know, my podcast is going to be a lot shorter. And I want to hear from you guys on how you're affected by this, um, how it works for you. Um, in the future, it's probably, probably being like in a month, I'll end up doing like a Vesta series. I think that'll be fun. Um, talk about Vestas throughout the houses and the signs and shit. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's what I have for Vesta. Let me know what y'all think. I would love to hear from everybody. And yeah, God bless and all that shit. All right. <laughs> so, um, feel free to hit me up via email, astrodim at protonmail.com to hear you know to to so i can hear your take on it if you're interested in getting a reading about your vesta placement i would say get the one question reading from my website astrodim.space or even oh actually how about you go on hey hero because you know it is a small so if you want a mini reading for it so if you wanted me to just explain your the placement of your vesta i would say to go to hey hero and if you're like what like what's hey hero it's a place where people can get consultations and i do mini readings there so if you're interested in a mini reading of of your vesta placement um go to hey hero if you're interested in getting a full reading on vesta where i talk about the aspects and shit and even like use some of my intuition um i would say get the one question reading from my website this is all in the link of all my bios and so um you can reach hey hero there or you can go to heyhero.com slash astrodim but um you know if you're having a hard time finding anything just go to the links in my bio and you'll be able to find um you know my website where you can give readings as well as hey here if you want a mini reading okay um but yeah i hope this was helpful guys let me know if you have any questions feel free to email me if you you don't want to just chat about it and everything and yeah love you much y'all bye since we're all on the internet internet protection is probably at the utmost importance especially now I like to do this through Surfshock's VPN services because, you know, they cover you with a VPN. They cover you with a whole bunch of other services as well that protect you while you're online. It's very, very awesome. Right now, in the link of my bio, you can get 80% off of Surfshark VPN for two years. All right? 80% off (laughs) it is a deal now my favorite thing about surfshark is that you can add multiple um items in there so you can add your laptop your phone your ipad all of that and multiple people can um put it too, put their items in there too in your family if you have a big family like me so check out surfshark vpn go to link in my bio to get that 80 percent off remember when i was doing the medusa podcast and i was talking about how 
Medusa jewelry can be a line of protection for you? Well, Nisha Farzaneh, which is an ethical and sustainable jewelry shop, has the cutest, cutest, dopest (laughs) jewelry. Like, I love it. And they have um, Medusa pieces as well. So feel free to go into the link in my bio um, to get, you know, 15% off and check out their jewelry. It's, it lasts long. It's beautiful, beautiful quality, beautifully like designed. Just, oh, I love, I love their pieces. Okay. So go ahead and check them out and, you know, get the 15% off. I'm saying, go ahead and do it. <laughs> So for a all-encompassing understanding of what we just talked about, um, Vesta represents what we sacrifice and what we kind of like to in order for us to focus on something else, right? So what we sacrifice and let go in order to focus on something else. Now, I think it's kind of interesting because I can't help but to think that maybe Vesta was um, like avoiding love and romance like I kind of thinking like was Vesta a sexual (laughs) low-key was Vesta um you know using that sexual energy for something else and this is why people connect um her energy into uh tantric and tantra uh, tantric sex and tantra because you know she could could she have been using that sexual energy to be able to transmute um, the energies of what people wanted um, from these other gods as well as her to materialize it to help materialize it right um was she a part of that like alchemy you know um it's just int- I think it's just very interesting how like she had a whole bunch of people who were coming after her and who wanted her and thought that she was beautiful she was like nah no romance for me. I don't know. Like, I don't know. What do you, what do you, I don't know. I kind of, I'm kind of trying to figure this out. Like, was Vesta Loki a, a lesbian icon? You know? Or a, a sexual icon? Because, you know, I don't know. It, it kind of, I'm not sure. I can't think of it at the moment. I know there were gay um, gods, but, and, and, and mythical, um, characters but i can't think of any lesbian ones in the top of my head so i'm kind of like hmm you know what i mean um i don't know it makes you think it makes you think um hmm you know very hmm but with me i have vesta in the seventh house right very close to my descendant and you know i'm very particular with asteroids i use a three degree orb you know, I'm very strict with them, so as well as with aspect patterns, right? And when it comes to Vesta in relationships, oh my God, <laughs> oh my goodness. Listen, first of all, the whole sacrificing relationships is so me. Um, but I feel like it could be twisted the other way. Um, I feel like it could be interpreted three different ways. You sacrifice, I, you know, okay, first, let me say, my Vesta's in Leo is in the seventh house, right? So there's that. So I could read that as I sacrifice relationships in order to be self-expressive 
There could be some times in which I sacrifice self-expression in relationships, but there could also be two. The third way that could be read is I sacrifice self-expression in relationships. So it could be I I sacrifice relationships for self-expression. I sacrifice um, self-expression for relationships and I sacrifice self-expression in relationships. And literally every single last interpretation is correct for me. Okay. Or has been correct. Um, I'm never going to sacrifice like, um, self-expression again in my life (laughs) as a Leo move. Fuck no. But I would say this, like, I really wasn't sacrificing self-expression, but because I can't help it, I'm a Leo moon and it's in the seventh house. Like these partners are going to see how I am and how I express myself. Um, but there were times even like for platonic relationships like bffs i feel like seventh house is connected to bffs and business partnerships where i did hold back a lot to um be more professional to keep the relationship going and you know and i regret that i don't really do so in romantic relationships like i i'm 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 very expressive child but i've done so and like more the platonic and business side of things right but again I'm it's just something that I'm never gonna do ever again because you know you live and you learn and you grow you know what I'm saying um yeah it's it's interesting you live you learn and you grow and I just I'm just not I just that's just not what I am about right now you know what I'm saying it's just not what I'm about so um so let's just break it down so um, the first one I put is I've said it was like you sacrifice relationship for self-expression. Um, you know, there I think there is a reason, and even subconscious, especially because my moon is in the seventh as well in Leo, why I have such a big gap in relation between relationships, and it's because I want to express myself. I'm not gonna front like um, this goes along with what I said before too. I sacrifice self-expressions for relationships. Um, I've dealt with my partners not wanting me to be self-expressive in a creative way. So if you don't know, like I'm really into songwriting. Um, I used to sing more often. I'm trying to get back into it. I need to need to prepare that voice, child, because it's been a long time since I really sung like that. But, um, you know, I've, I've been always really, really into music, especially songwriting. It's just a lot of fun to me. Um, it's just a natural inclination I had. I've always been into music since I was a child, right? Leo Moon. <laughs> In the seventh house, too. So, like, yeah. So, and my moon's opposite Venus. But, okay, let's, 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 let's talk. Let's talk. So, I, um, I've had partners tell me, like, no, I don't want you to sing. Oh, you should focus on, like, a corporate career. Oh, you should focus on something more stable, more grounded, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, I want to do this. But I'm not going to front because it, it, it didn't affect me. Because there goes another person telling me I shouldn't. You know, I've, I've grown up with people telling me I shouldn't all the time. Um, I don't know if they thought that they were protecting me. Um, but it, it did affect me. And uh, I have Chiron in the fifth house. And so that whole block of self-expression is just really difficult. Um, and I really hope and search for people who support me. But, be, but you know, and even when I've had that, um, sometimes it, it doesn't matter when the people that you want to support you don't support you. You know what I mean? So it's been like, it turned into a, 
a thing that I had to like work through um to be on to be for real you know what I mean um son of the 12th subconscious things I have to heal blah 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 blah. but yeah like it was it was very difficult for me and so like even though I was just like I'm telling them no I'm gonna do what I want to do I want to express myself I want to be an artist I want to sing I want to be creative right it's still hurt but I'm not gonna front like it affects me because it's like oh here comes another person and then um I had yes but I had like multiple partners tell me that or like try to make it seem like I'm just it's a pipe dream right and so there was one time there's a couple every time I would ask them why the fuck are you so against it and only two of my exes responded and they were like oh both of them said like oh you're gonna like get big and leave me and I'm like first of all I, I, I'm extremely loyal and, and to the part to the point at that part of my life where I um would suffer <laughs> in in partnerships and relationships because of my loyalty because I just wanted to just stick it out and make it work because I cared so much and stuff so like you have to really fuck up <laughs> in order for me to leave you for you know what I mean like you're coming with me ho we're gonna find you a job and we're gonna figure this the fuck out like that's the type of vibe that I'm on um so to me it, I thought it was weird and they knew that too like because there were a lot of situations in which people were questioning my loyalty outside of our relationship and they'll be they'll know for certain like nah not 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 um not astrodim you know what I'm saying so it, it's like I know that they know that it's just it's, it's so I think it was a weird insecurity thing but that sucked for me <laughs> that sucked for me you know what I mean and when you think about Vesta though Vesta had to worry about that too or she was at least avoiding what I had to go through because you know damn well that if she you know I, I forgot who liked her I think um Neptune liked her as or slash Poseidon and somebody else did was looking for her you know they would have had her doing the like the typical ash like wife shit and she wanted to be a true goddess of the earth you know and that took a lot of time that took a lot of energy she's she's literally almost like a messenger you know what I mean they be everyone had to go through her in order to give to ask a certain god for something so it's a lot of work and so she sacrificed relationships as well just like how I did in order for her to follow her passions and so you know that's that energy there so you know when I experienced that myself you know I didn't sacrifice relationships like Vesta um, but I have these huge gaps in between relationships I think I just need a reset to just support myself again you know what I mean and to gain that creative energy again so that's definitely there like you know me sacrificing relationships in order to be to be able to express myself and then also sacrificing self-expression for relationships I already told you about that with like you know the B. I deal with that more with BFFs and business partners but I don't do that anymore so I don't give a fuck anymore Reiki has helped me shout out to Reiki <laughs> um but yeah like it's definitely a thing for me too um was a thing for me too and then the other part is sacrifice and self-expression in relationships yes um yeah 
like the, I noticed this is one one thing I noticed and it's almost subconscious at this point um and people say the south the seventh house is the inner part of you um but the ascendant in the first house is how you were raised to be right and I truly believe that um but I I notice that like when I'm in relationships, it's extremely distracting to my creative process. You know what I mean? Um, I not only have moon in the seventh house, which gives that nurturing vibe of people always wanting to be under you. Like my, my, the men that I'm with always want to be under me all the time. But I also have black moon love conjunct my moon. That doesn't help if you catch my drift. I talked about Lilith on here before. Go scroll back if you need to. That doesn't help. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't help at all. Um, and so people like men really want to be all up on me all time, all time. And so it, it just makes things difficult. And, you know, it's not that I don't like fully like like it. Of course, I need some breathing room and stuff. But, you know, I appreciate it. You're trying to get to know somebody and it's cool and all of that. But it, it, it it's a distraction to my creativity and um to my to me wanting to explore my self-expression and so it, it can be difficult it can be difficult so yeah like I've definitely had to deal um with that in that aspect too um sacrificing self-expression for a relationship and it even happened to and it's not me trying to do it it's almost subconscious you know, so it's really, really interesting how that works out, too. So don't forget to not, not look at just your conscious self, but your subconscious self, like how you just automatically do stuff. Because a lot of the our chart, like we just do it. We don't even realize what we're doing, child. It, it's, it's quite amazing. You know what I mean? Um, and again, with my moon in the seventh house, you know, moon is definitely your subconscious reactions. And so. Uh, a lot of my reactions in my relationships are subconscious related. You know what I mean? So that, that you know, be sure to know that too. Um, now, if we go a little bit deeper, right? I told you my seventh house is close to my descendant. Um, the seventh house, if you use derivative astrology, represents your mother's mother and your father's father. Okay? Your mother's mother and your father's father. Or it can be your nurturing parents nurturing parent <laughs> and your um more overt parents overt parent all right so i do want to say that too but for me it's my mother's mother and my father's father okay so honestly it could it's both because my mom be 10th house sometimes and my father be fourth house sometimes but anyways for me in my example it works this way um Vesta, like I told, I think I mentioned this before. I say it has a deep connection to cults. It has a deep connections to secret societies. It has deep connections into politics, right? And it's due to the Vestal Virgins. The Vestal Virgins were um, daughters, young daughters of politicians, young daughters of uh, people in secret societies young daughters it was a the vestal virgins was a secret society within itself they had to be elected in order to be in it right um it's connected to um like that type of energy and they will get these virgins 
and teach them better than they will teach the men. You know what I mean? Give them all this knowledge um, so they can tend to the hearth, the communal hearth, the community hearth, right? Um, And um, to learn how to work with the fire energy and to just be well um, knowledgeable about certain things, right? Um, And so that's a whole secret society within itself. Um, It's a whole cult within itself when you think about it. And it's deeply connected to politics. But the crazy thing about it... (laughs) The crazy thing about it is um, both of my grandpas were um, connected to the Vesta energy. And because Vesta is conjunct, my descendant, it means it's opposite my ascendant. So it's hitting both grandparents, to be honest, uh, both sets of grandparents. You know what I'm saying? But for me, um, to be more exact, right, the, the seventh house is supposed to be your father's father. Well, my father's father was in... Um, local politics and made history with my uncles back in the day in in Boston right and so there goes that political (laughs) connection right there my grandfather he's he's right there he's right there it's so cool right so there's that energy there um and then if I talk about my mother's father who was represented by my ascendant right Uh, my mother my my um mother's father was actually um a part of the masons too um so he was a part of the black mason lodges they're you know similar situations but they move different from the all white ones i'm just gonna say it like that okay and so and so there goes that secret society type of vibe there too right interesting right and so if I were to use the grandmother's sides, um, I wouldn't really know um, how it fits for my grandmothers. Both of my grandmothers were very um, secretive, secretive women. So I'm not quite sure how it works with them, but I know with my grandfathers, it definitely hits, right? And so my maternal grandfathers on my ascendant, investors opposite my ascendant, and my paternal grandfather is my descendant, investors conjunct my descendant. So you see how it works? Child, listen, come on. <laughs> come on. Isn't that crazy though? Another thing, too, is that, like, um, with Vesta being opposite my ascendant, you know, when it comes to oppositions and especially conjunctions, but oppositions count, too. You know, if, if an energy is conjunct or opposite very closely to your ascendant, I'm talking about a tight, tight orb, you are that energy, right? You would def- you represent that energy. And so with Vesta in the, being very closely opposite my ascendant, um, there's aspects of me that is Vesta. I just go about things different and think about it. Vesta completely was like, uh-uh, call me asexual, baby. I ain't doing nobody. I'm focusing on my business. I don't care, right? Um, and me, I'm like, let me try it out. Okay, let me chill. Let me try it out. Okay, let me chill. So I'm sweet. we are representing the same energies, but we're expressing it differently, right? Which is very connected to what opposite signs are when you really think about it, you know what I mean? Um, the, the, the driver of the energies of how they express themselves are different, you know? So there's that. It's really, really interesting too. Um, I'm trying to see if there's another point. Oh, a really cool point too. Um, I know some people who have Vesta very um, significant uh, 
um in their chart as well i think someone has vesta oh yeah, yeah 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 i know someone who has vesta in their first house and their grand their um maternal maternal grandmother um sorry sorry maternal grandfather was actually in a mob <laughs> remember i told you like get gangs secret society like think about like a secret gangs are secret societies gangs are secret groups they're like a cult you know what i'm saying so yes that is definitely connected to that too and I remember when I used to do, um, when I did the podcast of Ween, when I saw Vesta, um, I would often be like, hmm, gang related stuff. I think I saw Vesta heavy. I'm not sure, but I think I saw Vesta heavy in Tupac's death chart. Mm-hmm, ciao. Mm-hmm, ciao. <laughs> it's wild out here, y'all. It's so crazy how on point you know how very 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 on point this this energy could be i'm telling you baby i am telling you okay um i'm trying to see if i can think of something else um oh another thing too is that there was a i talked about this the festalia uh festival that happened and let me actually look up where that was between june 7th and the 15th tell me why that's um not only actually that's my dad's between that's around my dad's birthday my grandpa's birthday and my um okay let me say it like this my dad's birthday my paternal grandpa's birthday and my um paternal grandma's birthday right they're all gemini's right but listen to this though uh remember i said my paternal grandpa it was into politics he's represented by the descendant in derivative astrology investors conjunct my descendant so his birthday is literally on the festalia holiday or festival isn't that crazy like guys you can't make this up it's crazy it's crazy it's it's just oh my god it's so crazy it's just uh i'm just i'm just so amazed i'm so amazed there's also another story too that I talked about is when um when zeus was dethroned and all the other gods and goddesses were trying to take his spot and um vesta slash hestia was like uh i'm not interested i'm just gonna keep you know tending to the um olympic hearth olympia olympic (laughs) oh maybe that's the right word to say but olympia's hearth whatever whatever she wasn't paying attention to all that that sounds like something that i would do i'm not gonna gun for someone's like position like that (laughs) i think that's weird energy isn't this crazy y'all wild 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 yeah just saying and the, yeah the thing is is a vesta again it's talk it talks about like sacrifices right so with even with my grandpa 
he had to do a lot of work and sacrificed a lot like family time and 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 energy and a lot to help the city um especially the people of color in the city and so that energy holds strong too sacrificed a lot within his marriage because of that as well so it's 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 real y'all i'm telling you these these asteroids don't play (laughs) and so um it's something that i have to think about too is i have to make sure when you have vesta somewhere prominent you have to make sure that if you really care about something that you don't leave another thing out You, you have to continuously create a balance in your relationship um well that would be in my case right so I have to like when I'm in a relationship I have to remember set out time for self-expression for creativity when I'm single in all my expressive mode I have to think don't forget about the important relationships in your life you know it's very very important it's very very important Another thing that's interesting too, I noticed that my partners have been are very like super duper protective over me, like super duper protective, and it reminds me of the story when Priapus was trying to to rape Hestia while she was sleeping and drunk, and um, um, Selenus, hopefully I'm saying this name right, um, came in and his donkey screamed and you know they all beat Priapus up because he was a fucking creep. You know, I can see that happening. I can see that happening. And I feel like a lot of my... I have a lot of protection for my siblings, too. Um, a lot of protection. And I wouldn't be surprised if Vesta slash Hestia siblings... Because remember, she is the daughter of Kronos slash Saturn. If they were involved in the beatdown of Priapus. I would not be surprised. Just saying. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um... I just wanted to give y'all a taste on how real this shit can be. Okay. Um, yeah. I just want to give you a taste of it. Now, since Vesta's so close to my descendant too, I, you know, I have to worry about my partner doing the same thing. Sacrificing their self-expression for the relationship. Or sacrificing um, the relation, their, my, like a balance of my relationship in order for them to be self-expressive and blah 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 so I have to worry about my partner being vested too um I've it's, it's interesting too because I always get readings about like somebody coming through in my life and they never do <laughs> but it's too many readers that are seeing them and I can see that they are like sacrificing a relationship with me in order for them to like get right and get to the position that they want to and that's what a lot of the readers say and that like Vesta would so do that <laughs> but it's like let me make sure I get this right but by the time they get it right we'll probably be old like 80 something like okay I'm ready for you I'm like I don't want your ass no more <laughs> people who aren't who aren't married anymore live longer shit <laughs> but yeah so yeah, yeah i just wanted to show y'all my experience tell y'all my experience and how real this shit could be it's wild yo it's wild um i'm trying to see what else i don't think my vesta aspects anything else to be honest i'm just gonna look at my chart real quick hold on one second this is all off the dome mind you all off the dome see oh you know what's really interesting i just thought of Mm, 
So you know how Vesta um, was eaten by her father, right? Um, so this kind of represents these harsh, ridiculous, like, lessons and not even lessons, but, like, experiences you deal with with your father. Every guy I dated had a weird, like, had a weird relationship with their dad. I'm trying to think. Yeah, every guy. Oh, my God. Where they felt this weird, like, detachment from their from their father. And they, they love their mothers. But, and even some were kind of weird about their mother. I'm not going to front. But even the ones that, like, their mother wasn't around or something. And they only had their father. There was still this weird relationship with their dad. So it was almost as if that they were, like, parentless low-key. You know, or they were the parent. It's really interesting. Mm, child, you see? Lord Jesus. You see how this is? You see how this is, y'all? My God. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, let's see. Is anything else, else aspecting my Vesta? My Vesta? Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> and I just made up a whole song. My Vesta is trying Mars, which is cute. Uh, my Mars. Mm. I mean, no, it's not. I wouldn't count it. I keep forgetting. I mean, Vesta is a dwarf planet, but I count that as an asteroid. I'm still giving it three, three degree orb in my personal opinion. I know other people use different um, orb degrees. That's totally fine. I just like to use um, that in particular. So, so my Vesta, okay. If I use three degree orb. Mm, okay. So let me just look again. Sorry. And if you ever think I hate you, I do. <laughs> mm. My Vesta is in conjunct Neptune. That's interesting. That's all I got, though. In conjunct Neptune. Hmm. That could go along with that energy that I was saying before. A lot of this, a lot of me moving the way I'm moving is subconscious when it comes to the Vesta energy. My Vesta is retrograde as well. And so with retrograded energy, it's quite internal. Um, which reiterates me sometimes not realizing what I'm doing, me sacrificing by accident. You know? quite interesting quite interesting alright so it's almost like a half an hour so uh, you know this is the new Vesta episode <laughs> slash Hestia episode um, I hope you enjoyed it y'all it was fun to do um, if you're a patron subscriber you are going to get Vesta throughout the signs and the houses baby right you're also gonna get um, you're also going to get Vesta, um, healing, Reiki healing. So making sure that, you know, when we make our sacrifices, we are confident in them, that we don't forget the other side of the things that we need to focus on shit like that. Right. We're going to like balance our shit out. You know, um, we're also going to focus on, um, Vesta, 
um, pick a car. I'm going to do a Vesta related pick a car like I did with Ness's. Y'all know y'all liked that a lot. We're going to do a Vesta live where we chat about it as well. It's going to be lit. And maybe I'll do like a subconscious healing sound thingy thing for Vesta too. Maybe. Maybe. Depending on my feeling. It is the holidays, so, you know. But anyways, that's my Vesta thing. I hope you guys enjoy it and let me know what you think. Talk to me. All right, peace. Hey, this is Ashley Dim here. I'm often asked about the services that I offer, so I thought I would make a little commercial talking about that, okay? All right, so first things first is that I'm not offering um, many full readings anymore, Um, but on my website, there are a few that I'm offering right now. So the first one and the only astrology one is the birth time rectification reading. I'm offering that and tarot wise, I'm offering the evil magician tarot spread to see if someone's like throwing some negative energy at you as well as a Celtic cross tarot reading. Okay. Um, I'm also, um, doing Reiki distance Reiki attunements. So you could definitely book that as well as my Relocation Astrology 101 course is offered on my website too. Currently up until January 6th, 2022, everything's 30% 30 off. So definitely take advantage of that, okay? I do most of my readings through Hey Hero, um, which is a service that helps me do many readings. So if you're interested in any other astrology reading or any other tarot, you know, um, and this it's going to be a short, again, it's as many readings here. You can go ahead and, um, you know, purchase a mini reading from me there. And you can go on heyhero.com and type in my name, Astrodem, or you can go to the link in my bio to get that information too. Another thing is um, I offer, through the link in my bio, which is connected to Snip Feed, I offer exclusive content, which is my Chiron readings, my Chiron mini readings that I used to do. Um, so they, I kind of pre-recorded some and, you know, you can purchase them there. A lot of people like them. It's the fans fave. So definitely check that out too. So yeah. So then, oh, lastly, one more thing, my Patreon page. If you want like curated, like divination and astrology work, definitely check out my Patreon page. It's based off of like different aspects of astrology that that helps me with like, you know, figuring out the theme for the month. But I also do Reiki healings as well as um, more like specific information astrologically, such as things that I talk about on this podcast. Um, And I do tarot as well and subconscious healing. And so and then we do lives and everything It's really cute. So dope ass community is a whole ass vibe. I think you would like it. So go to the link in my bio and check that out as well. But those are services I'm offering. Um, you know, let me know if you have any questions. And toodles. Ever since the pandemic, I've been doing my own nails. I've been using poly gel a lot. But sometimes it gets really difficult to take poly gel off <laughs> to me personally. And, you know, I notice that my nails are kind of like weak a little bit afterwards. Nowhere near like acrylic or anything. But, you know, sometimes I just want to rest. I want my nails to rest and breathe a little bit. 
but at the same time I don't want to use nail polish so I've been getting into gel stickers right and they've been absolutely awesome I love Danny and Tony's gel glaze nail sets because the stickers last very long they have beautiful nail sets and beautiful designs that I absolutely love and um, they're just easy to apply it's very awesome easy to apply and they look very professional and beautiful so if you're interested go to the link on my bio where it says Danny and Tony's gel glaze nail sets and you know get your little percentage off I have the directions out there um, and you know check out check them out they have beautiful 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 nail sets okay a quick word about Vesta in a more positive sense. Um, I can't help but to be a Scorpio midheaven and focus on let's heal. Let's see like <laughs> how you can heal from a situation. You know, it's that Capricorn Sun, Scorpio MC. I can't help it. But I also do have a happy disposition. I'm a Leo Moon. So, you know, I like to see the good in things. Um, Vesta is not necessarily a harsh asteroid, but you know, it is you do have to see okay like why do i feel like i have to sacrifice one thing for another there's usually a deeper reasoning for that something more you know more um connected to like your past possibly right but um you know with that being said there is like positivity towards it um, when you think about Vesta, Vesta was very happy being the goddess of the home and the hearth. That wasn't even a position to be filled, and she found a way to be let it be filled. You know what I mean? Um, she had a traumatic childhood and transmuted that energy into goddesshood. Um, you know, she it seems like she was able to make her own decision and not be married. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, I know, the, you know, back in those days, I know we were talking about like goddess days, but even if we talk about when the myth was very popular, um, a lot of time uh, women didn't have that choice. And so she does represent, you know, going after your dreams. Um, she does represent like doing the type of work that you've always wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Doing the type of work that you've always wanted to do and being really focused in it and being excited about it and like following your dreams and aspirations, right? Um, she's a tech, low key, low key uh, uh, fucking um, a 11th house queen, all right? Because the 11th house is connected to their dreams and aspirations and long term goals. She fulfilled hers. Um, but yeah, like, she had to sacrifice things in order to do that. Yes. So it's, you know, I don't want people to forget that part of it. <laughs> the, the sacrifice, you know what I mean? Um, she, you know, she's a virgin. That's why the Vestal Virgins, like the Vestal Virgins have to be virgins themselves. Right. Um, so she's sacrificing like her whole, a whole portion of her life. Um, but using that energy to transmute to be as powerful as she is and to, but the thing is it's like she loved what she did so much that 
again like i mentioned before when they were when zeus was dethroned and they were fighting who's going to be the new king um of gods she was like i'm straight i'm gonna continue to be the goddess of the home and her like that's what that shows like that you love something that much so i feel like you can use vesta to see what is something that i would sacrifice for um what is something that i really enjoy doing that i love doing i think vesta could be an amazing career indicator just like how chiron is you know chiron's a career indicator because you know you take a look at um you know the chiron story it was the very thing that pained him which is his parents being um you know mythical creatures and god and a god right that gave him all his power they're the very that's that very blood is the this the thing that hurt him when his parents neglected him right but he used what he had from his parents to become the best healer you know what i mean and so it's kind of like you take the thing that caused you your childhood wound you heal it right and then you go and focus and help other people and heal other people with that, right? And so a lot of times when I do Chiron readings, I tell people, no, push towards that energy of your Chiron. It's painful at first. It's awkward. You've been told no all this time. But when you do, you realize this is the part of my life I have the most potential in. And this is why motherfuckers was holding me back, okay? Because they knew I was going to shine, you know? And so... You know, that's how Chiron works. Vesta is similar in the sense of this is the part of my life that I can't help but to have so much focus on. It reminds me of Pluto in midpoints because Pluto in midpoints, I know, can show you where you have relentless focus on. You know what I mean? Deep, relentless focus. And so I feel like Vesta is a good indicator of that, too. If you want to even mess with Vesta midpoints, you know, Vesta could represent something that you're willing to sacrifice for that you have deep, deep focus on. It's actually a step, like, a level deeper than Pluto because Pluto just represents relentless focus, right? Vesta represents relentless focus to the point that I will sacrifice something and be happy in that sacrifice because I'm doing what I love to do. But I do feel like I can't help it. I do feel like it, you have the ability to have it all. So this is why I'm focusing on Vesta healing. Because a lot of times, people's Vestas, they feel like I have to sacrifice this in order to have this. Life has shown me that. It is not necessarily the case. You know what I'm saying? But to see Vesta in a brighter side, yes, Vesta represents something that you will sacrifice for, that you enjoy, that you think is amazing. And it, and it shows a, pl- a part of your life that you can't help but to be good at because you have so much focus on it and you enjoy it. And so if you really lean into that focus, you can find a way to not only have a hobby and a talent, but you can also find a way to monetize that if you want to. If you want to. Only if you want to. Yes, I really want to. I've been thinking about Easy e a lot lately, and I don't know why. It's probably an anniversary or something. I don't know. But, um... Yes. Anyways, it it can show you um, something that you focus on so greatly and you will never get tired of. And if you monetize it, you have have your dream job, baby. The fuck? (laughs) 
<laughs> you have your dream job you know so yeah um i hope this little word was helpful i hope um i'm not like you know like kind of being so serious with these placements to the point where it's kind of like oh my goodness there goes astro dim again trying to push this like but i'm trying to push me to look deep within myself I, I can't help it okay but there is always a like a brighter side to things um beyond the the um light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to healing but just the brighter side of things just as you are in the healing process like wow vesta does represent something that i really really love doing and willing to sacrifice for but let's not talk about the sacrifice that i really really love doing <laughs> okay um so i could talk about how this works for me um you know what i really liked doing you know since my vesta i'll talk about my vesta and my hestia because okay in the first part of the podcast right i said that my ow shit sorry my fluorite just hurt me. I was like like laying on it. That's why it hurt. Anyways, I was saying like how, oh, my Vesta and Hestia is both in, in Virgo in the seventh house. But I lied. I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry. Uh, my Vesta is in Leo in the seventh house. And my Hestia is in Virgo, I believe, in the seventh house. Let me double check real quick. I should uh, know this already. But, um... But anyways, I um I know I know my Hestia is in Virgo, but I don't know if it's in the seventh house or the eighth house. I forgot the degree. I think it's technically in the seventh. If I I'm a plastics girl, by the way, but I'll read it both ways because they're both accurate. Kind of like how Nessus read me for filth. It was funny. Um, but the thing is, is that um I how it works for me in the like brighter side of things like something that i have an intense focus on that i really enjoy um is i really enjoy being creative being like artistic and creative and that's that leo energy right um and i work really well when i work one-on-one with somebody so shout out to my homeboy wibby uh, me and him used to um, create music every now and then when we had the times we were so busy i was doing the corporate job and shit and i'll be tired man i'll be so fucking tired when i came in and um this is before i got really deep into like more of the spiritual side of of astrology so i was really didn't know why i was so exhausted while working but now i do um but like i um me and my homeboy would be used to make music together all the time um and be creative in general just in general talk about business ideas and art and like fashion and stuff just very expressive very leo with our energy right and um i feel like that we could talk we used to be able we used to talk for hours and hang out for hours doing this type of work right and it makes sense because the seventh house is the one-on-one energy so it's not necessarily um romantic as i say before at that point in my life Wibby was my best friend you know what i'm saying 
Habi was my best friend at that point in my life. Like people was like, oh my God, y'all fight like siblings. <laughs> it was, it was like, we, we were really like close at that time. So it was, um, still a close friend of mine, but you know, we were closer back then. So the thing is, is that, you know, that best friend energy, the seventh house, there you go right there. Right. And then we're talking about creative shit, um, music, art, like, fucking even like computer shit you know what I mean like express they're talking about different ideas and fashion and everything and we're just very expressive um and every time we interact and for years we would do this for years for years for years and it was a lot of fun it was so cool um and you know my vest is retrograde too and so when it comes to the the interests that I have, the things that I really, really have that deep focus on, I keep it to myself because I feel like a lot of people don't get it, but I found someone who did. And so um, me and, me and um, you know, Libby were just really, really tight. You know, that, that's my homie right there. Um, still is my homie too. Um, and so that, kind of, that definitely expresses that side of things for me. Um, I really... And this could also represent, too, like, my interest in, like, always connecting with someone who is very creative and expressive and talented and is open to express that energy with me. And they can express it with anybody. I'm actually most likely going to promote you to go and do that and make money off of it because I'm like, nah, you're too talented. You need to, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm very much that person, the encourager, right? But, you know, I'm always interested to see how someone is creative. I'm always wondering, like, hey, you know, have you considered really doing this? Like, what's blocking you from doing this, you know? Um, I've always been that type of person, so yeah like that energy definitely hits for me with the Vesta now my Hestia is direct um it's in Virgo in my my plastic seventh house and my whole sign eighth house right so with my Hestia um you know something that I have a lot of focus on is oh okay I see how this (laughs) this is funny so with my Hestia, right, um, I actually am not a fan of detail-orientedness. I like to be a little bit more abstract, big picture. I'm, I like that way of living a little bit better than detail-orientedness. Um, but um, I love the details when it comes to, if we're using the whole sign energy, secret knowledge, occult, divination, I love it. It is, I mean, me doing this is a perfect example of that, right? Um, me going to the details of these myths and breaking it down, synthesizing them. Like, it's like doing these myths reminds me of one of my favorite things to do in school. Um, I used to love English and I used to love um, writing literary analysis papers. Oh my God, that was so much fun for me because you're breaking down a story and giving your um, your suggestions on what this could mean and using different like you know literary devices. That was my that was my shit. I love doing that, especially to a Toni Morrison book. Lord, it was so fun. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And so this is I'm doing this with myths. <laughs> you know what I mean? Create my interpretations through myths, and then the thing is, is that 
you know, that's Virgo 8000. You're digging into the details of occult knowledge, of divination, of stories, of, of digging into the deeper meaning, shedding light to the deeper meaning of a story. You know what I'm saying? And applying it to astrology. So, and just other parts of your life. And so, yeah, that has to get, I love doing that. Like creating interpretations for asteroids and other like energies out there and deepening the the interpretations of different like planets. Oh, that is my shit right there. I love it. Okay. I fucking love it. It is so much fun. All right. Shout out to all my other asteroid astrologers. It, it, we, it, we enjoy it. You you can tell. We are always happy and chipper when we talk about Astro. <laughs> it's so much fun. All right. And so, you know, there's that. But in the seventh house, um, I feel like, you know, with the Virgo in the seventh, and Hestia, well, Hestia Virgo seventh for me would be me and know, like enjoying knowing the details of my partner. Like I know, I love learning about the little things. It is. I just think it's cute. It's interesting. I like it. <laughs> I think that's how that works for me. Um, learning about certain things about people, and so I can have it in the back of my mind. And like, you know, what I usually do. Like I remember, one of my exes liked cupcakes a lot. I I did too, child. So I was like, word gonna get mad cupcakes right and so um they mentioned it and i was like oh i do too do 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 months months and months go by I'm like hey guess what i got they were like super happy like how you know i like cupcakes they forgot they told me i love those moments it's so awesome it's so cool and so yeah the, the kind of going through the details of um of folks um learning about them and then servicing because you know virgo energy is about servicing others you know what i'm saying and so, you know, servicing others and, um, you know, that, that makes a Virgo, that makes Virgo energy very happy to be being able to do that, you know? So, yeah. So I think that's how it works for me. Um, now if you are a, um, gang gang member and we're going live, um, if you go live with me, I'll tell you my inter- my interpretation on like that side of Vesta right because I gave you the interpretation of Vesta and it was like more like the sacrificial type of energy but like represent it representing like what I really really love you know I'm not gonna like go through the houses and signs again child but when we go live if you go live with me gang gang members y'all get to um on on the discord this is for my patreon subscribers y'all okay um you know we'll talk about it right and um another thing i wanted to talk about oh that's it so yeah if you're interested in a vesta hestia reading um first of all please say vesta hestia all right because if you just say vesta reading i'm only going to read your vesta if you just say hestia reading i'm going to read only read your hestia but if you're interested in a vesta hestia reading go on my hey hero um use the promo code happy holidays it's 15 percent off right and i'll service you with that you know you have to put your birth information and things like that right amongst other many readings right so go it says there's no link in my bio blah 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 if you go to hey hero search astro dim you'll be able to find me all right um and i'll give you that reading but for my gang gang members you know i already laced you with you know the going through the houses and the signs and shit like that all right um 
but yeah that's i think that's um that's it i'm I'm, I'm done now i love you guys peace